Hello and welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast. Greetings of the festive season to you. My name is Chirito Garbanzo and you're about to hear my selection of my favourite music released in this year, 2017. This episode is brought to you by our sponsors Benelin, Tirizettes and Strepsils.
First you heard there, Summer, by The Surfing Magazines, from their eponymous debut album. That band includes two members of the Wave Pitchers, David and Frannick. You'll be hearing from the other member of the Wave Pitchers later. I saw them play a fantastic gig at Manchester's Soup Kitchen in September, and here's the first appearance of a phrase you'll be hearing a lot during this podcast. It was one of the gigs of the year. Following that, you heard the unmistakable voice of Mick Artistic's Ego Trip, with a song that's been around for quite a while on social media, but finally came out on their latest album, Sound, which actually arrived in the post just a few days ago, on the very day, in fact, that I was finalising the tracklist for this very podcast. The song, as you may have worked out, is called Plastic Fox, and the grandkids love it. Regular listeners to this podcast, hello to you both, will know that we wizards are big fans of the band Soft-Hearted Scientists, and of psychedelia from Wales generally. One of the soft-hearted scientists put out, put out an album with his other band, uh, Nathan Hall and the Sinister Locals, this year. The album is called Mute Effigies, and I have to confess I haven't got around to buying that yet, but I did buy the EP that came out in April, which goes by the marvellous name The Vulgar Sturgeon Face EP. Uh, and that is a lyric from this song, Everybody's Burning Effigies. Everybody's burning effigies. 
Nathan Hall and the Sinister Locals, you've just heard Hermitess with her song Black Lake. Hermitess is uh, songwriter and harpist Jennifer Crichton from Calgary, Canada. I don't know much about Calgary, but I do remember that they had the Winter Olympics there a while back. Uh, and it could be argued I'm not usually a fan of this kind of thing, you know, harpist, singer-songwriters, but I've, I've really, really tried to like Joanna Newsom, for example. I just can't do it. I think it's the voice that puts me off. But uh, that one, Hermitess, is altogether different. Uh, the al- lots of songs on the album are built around repetition and beautiful vocal harmonies, and it kind of subtly gets its hooks into you. Uh, find out more at hermitess.bandcamp.com. That track uh, first came to my attention thanks to the wonderful Active Listener blog, who curate loads of interesting music for their samplers. And at the end of 2016, they put out an album which was called uh, The Final Active Listener Sampler, which was disappointing at the time. But fortunately, they've returned in the last few months, and we're very glad to see them back up and running again. A whole load of great music awaits your discovery there. Theactivelistener.bandcamp.com is your door of perception. Next up, we have the always wonderful The Leaf Library, whose last album, Daylight Versions, is one of my favourite albums of this century so far. They've got a new album in the pipeline, but they did take part in one of the year's most ambitious recording projects. Uh, The always excellent label, Where It's At, is Where You Are, or W-I-A-W-Y-A, as all the cool kids are calling it. They put out seven songs, each of which came in both a 77-second version and a 77-minute version. Alongside the Leaf Library's contribution to this project, which was called On a Notion of Greatness, there were also 77 minutes contributions from Jack Hayter and Paper Up Cambridge and people like that. Personally, I think for the next one they should do a mashup of The Clash's Magnificent Seven, Seven Seas of Rye, uh, Love's Seven and Seven Is, and Seven Tears by the Goombay Dance Band. What the live on when the two sevens clash? Natty Dread! But you'll probably be pleased to hear that we're not going to play a 77-minute song. Um, they do always say keep podcast episodes a listenable length are you listening dan carlin um the leaf library also released a seven inch this year with two brilliant tracks on it the a side was called city in reverse and this is the b side which is called kendrick road
wouldn't cry. I wish you wouldn't go. I wish we'd stay together through the rain and the wind and the snow. The real snow. I'm not the movie kind. The snow that falls and it keeps you on my mind. Miles and miles may come between us, and many faces you will see. But if you love somebody, baby, if you love somebody, baby, make it me. Remember the time when we very first met? Well, it burns so bright on my mind that I can't forget, and I'll never believe you didn't think it too. And that whole time you loved me and I loved you. Miles and miles may come between us. Faces you will see, but if you love somebody, baby, if you love somebody, baby, make it me. two songs but i know what you're thinking listener where is kendrick road well thankfully for you i've been doing some research uh google to google maps tells me there are six kendrick roads in the uk there is a rather peculiar statistical anomaly about these six roads uh they're they're in two groups of three um uh, so three of them are really really close together in sutton coalfield in Wolverhampton and Bilston, which means that all three of them are within an hour's drive of each other. Three Kendrick, Kendrick Roads, 50% of the Kendrick Roads in the UK, no less. 
And the others, the other three Kendrick Roads, are in Newbury and in Reading and in Slough, all three of which, you may know, are in Berkshire. So they're pretty close together as well. Sadly, there are no Kendrick Roads anywhere near the town of Lamar, Colorado. Anyway, after that, you heard a beautiful song by Max Gomez from his Me and Joe EP. Uh, That song is called Make It Me. Best love song of the year for my money. We saw Max Gomez supporting the legendary Chuck Prophet at Manchester's Deaf Institute earlier this year. And here's that phrase again. It was one of the gigs of the year. It's no secret how much we wizards worship at the feet of the Prophet. The very first song on our very first podcast was Chuck Prophet. Our first live review was Chuck Prophet, etc., etc., etc. The album Bobby Fuller Died for Your Sins, which came out this year, is another 24-carat classic. Very difficult to choose just one track to play, but seeing as we've just had his birthday, let's hear one about Jesus.
was the title track to my favourite album of the year, Art Guards by Fishboy. You can find out more about him or them at yofishboy.com. But most of all, you should listen to our podcast interview with Fishboy main man Eric Michener to appreciate just what an intelligent person we're talking about here. You may well have listened to that track and thought, well, yeah, it's very decent, punky pop stuff, but I'm not hearing why that's the best album of the year. And I hear you, my friend, because the album really needs to be listened to in all of its 31 minutes of glory, because it tells a story. Uh, Well, in fact, it tells nine stories. Each song is written from the point of view of a different character, all of whom come together in the final song like some kind of punk concept pop fiction. Uh, When you have a spare half hour with no distractions, get yourself on Spotify or on Bandcamp and listen to it, Art Guards by Fishboy, and then you will appreciate this magnificent work of art as much as I do. Uh, and I'm calling it a work of art because uh, it's uh, it comes with a great comic book as well. And when you've listened to it, streaming, and decided that you love it as much as I do, then make sure you buy the CD because it comes with that comic book. Uh, now, the next song contains bad language from the very start, as they say on TV. So in case you're listening to this with children or with members of the clergy nearby, uh, I'm going, just going to tell you about the next two songs to give you a chance to pull over your vehicle, unlock your device and hit the pause button. The second song you're going to hear is The Magnificent Black Hands uh, by The Moon Landings, with a Z on the end. Uh, that's a band including a couple of members of the Fat White family, Sean Lennon's wife, Charlotte Kemp Mule, who plays a mean swampy surf guitar, Rebecca Taylor from Slow Club, Uh, The other person in Slow Club, Charles, by the way, he plays in Surfing Magazines, who you heard at the start. And two guys from Sheffield um, who call themselves the Eccentronic Research Council. I think their album is absolutely brilliant. It's called Interplanetary Classics. Uh, I think it's better than anything. Uh, I I like the Fat White Family a lot, but I think this Moon Landings album is better than any Fat White Family record so far. Um, I saw them live uh, with the brilliant Pink Kink, and also Goat Girl in support at Liverpool's Invisible Wind Factory at the start of the year. And here's that phrase again. It was definitely, join in if you like, one of the gigs of the year. Check out the live review podcast I did at that gig with Friend of the Wizards, Texas Paul. Uh, But before you hear the moon landings, you're going to hear uh, Here Are the Young Men featuring Filthy Dirty from the multiple base-wielding, latex-faced, Lancashire headcases, Evil Blizzard with their words of advice for young people. Hey, kids.
you're listening to Lesson 7. Oh, kids these days. Hey, kids, we're talking to you. Ignore your mom and dad, cause they haven't got a clue. Hey, kids, we're talking to you.
mixed up are two bands I saw uh, with my fellow wizard Rebel Ricket at the best little festival in the world, Indie Tracks. Uh, the Just Jones have just released their new album, You Might Be Smiling Now, and it's full of the usual combination of pathos, vitriol and humour. For example, one song, Johnny Have You Come Lately, revels in the misery of Johnny, a kid they know from school, a bit of a sort of David Watts figure, captain of the team, that kind of thing, who's um, accidentally got a girl in the family way. Um, and they're, and the band singing about it are absolutely delighted about this. A few years ago, I did a live review of them, and I called the singer Katie Pope, uh, Motherwell's very own Tammy Wynette. And here's a song that illustrates why I wrote that. And it's called I Only Smoke When I Drink.
with their wonderful album, uh, Mind Your Manners, and that song is called Stockport Syndrome. It's a really great album, and you should also check out the Mark Riley session they did, because that is also really good. Uh, they were the most stylishly dressed band I saw this year, without a doubt. Uh, before that, as I said, the Just Jones. Uh, uh, with, I only spoke when I drink. Um, and I think that line, I've got some sick on my shoes, I'm not quite sure whose it is, lyric of the year or what. Another band that we saw at Windy Tracks that were, yes, you guessed it, one of the gigs of the year, were Charm Pit, two exuberant American punks with catchy songs and anarchist underpants. We've already played two different tracks from their Jelly EP on our podcast before. It's on Caroline Records, and uh, the song we're going to play this time is called Margot, and it's about uh, a little girl called Margot that Anne-Marie from the band is the nanny for. And uh, when getting dressed, Margot puts her sock on her nose because, as the song says, every baby is a natural-born punk. Great song. There's a great video for this too. 
Uh, this is Trumpet with Margot.
the band Snapped Ankles there with Hanging With The Moon from their album Come Play The Trees. A brilliant album, definitely one of my favourites of the year. And yes, their Manchester gig in September was, join in again, one of the gigs of the year. They're a mysterious bunch though, couldn't really see what was going on at the gig uh, due to the whole room being illuminated by just green lights and uh, most of the band actually playing the gig from in the audience rather than on the stage. And they cover themselves in plants. They had bits of trees instead of mic stands and all kinds of weird electronic gizmos and devices um, to create a right old racket, but a beautiful right old racket for sure. And uh, also, as I mentioned, their their clothes are rather unusual. Most of them were bare-chested, but like I say, covered in plants a bit. Um, And some of them, their bottom halves were all furry, like centaurs or um, whatever that thing in the Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe is. I tried to watch that Narnia film once under the influence of narcotics and, man, that was confusing. What was that thing? It was a fucking centaur or something. Um, the top half is like a man and with horns and the bottom half he's got like really, really furry legs like a camel or something. It was a James McAvoy in the film. It's called Mr Numbnuts or something like that. Shouldn't really be letting kids watch that kind of thing in my opinion. It looks as if the band Future of the Left might be warming up for a possible new album in 2018. I've noticed they've snuck out a few live dates recently. Uh, In 2017, singer and guitarist Andrew Falkus released his fourth solo album under the name Christian Fitness. His solo stuff really doesn't sound different at all to his other stuff, to be fair. Uh, But for my money, this is the best of the Christian Fitness albums so far. Uh, It's called Slap Bass Hunks. Uh, It doesn't feature any slap bass, you'll be pleased to hear. The closing track, Nobody Likes a Snitch, has my favourite bass line of the year on it. Um, And... A bit like Half Man, Half Biscuit, the lyrics contain a lot of reference to low-profile public figures such as Stan Cullimore and Rene Rousseau. So if Half Man, Half Biscuit were a lot heavier and even more misanthropic, you you get in the picture. The album is full of great riffs, lots of shouting, and as I say, bizarre lyrics. And you can hear all of that on this track, Bruce Hated Puppies. He thought they ran like fannies Many sighs took the prisoner's hand Many sighs took the prisoner's heart Many sighs Bruce hated puppies He cursed the row of pet shops Give the Labrador's gluten-free pork chops Give the bulldog Charvel headstocks They can play their own weddings They can play their own way Now Bruce, he's a lot of fun He's a lot of fun when he's not not a lot of fun The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really representative Now Bruce, he's a lot of fun He's a lot of fun when he's not not a lot of fun The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really representative Puppies. He 
puppies He thought they barked to spite him Once or twice he was sure they had winked Once or twice he suspected a grin Once or twice Bruce hated puppies He cuts the heads from photos Give the terriers beehive hairdos Give the shih tzus tanning bed menus They can fix their own boilers They can comb their own coats Now Bruce, he's a lot of fun He's a lot of fun when he's not not a lot of fun The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really representative Now Bruce, he's a lot of fun He's a lot of fun when he's not not a lot of fun The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really representative The puppy thing isn't really...
Rest by Sacred Paws. Uh, and if you think they sound a bit like another band we've championed on our podcast before, Shopping, well, that's because Rachel Axe is in both with her distinctive and infectious guitar playing. If you see her live, either with Shopping or with Sacred Paws, then you'll be amazed at how she manages to play those intricate guitar lines while simultaneously moving and grooving about. That was from the album Strike a Match, which was recently named as Album of the Year on the best Liverpool music blog, getintothis.co.uk, uh, and was definitely one of my albums of the year as well. It seems appropriate that Get Into This rates it so highly because it's one of their writers, Will Neville, and friend of the podcast, who also writes the excellent music blog Undilutable Slang Truth. And it was he who first introduced me to shopping on one of his Best of the Year CDs, um, two or possibly even three years ago. Next up, and another really great album, uh, is The Wednesday Club, and the album is called Lurcher. Uh, we played their song 808s and Heartbreak on another recent podcast. Um, but you know that person at your work who gets very possessive about their stationery, doesn't like it when you need to borrow it, writes their name on their stapler with a Sharpie pen, writes their name on a Sharpie pen with a Sharpie pen. We have someone at our work who's obsessed with a particular size and colour of post-it note, for example. He likes his, the yellow ones, yes, not takes the post-it notes, root hobbit, no. And this lyric sounds like it's somebody's written a stroppy email to a colleague in their office about that kind of thing. And it's called Re My Green Scissors. Triangle miss 
fit, Toffo spoofer, punky Brewster, Nissan scallops, top gear bollocks, Satanist creatures, Andy Peters, Clapham Junction, downstairs truncheon, crispy muzzle, blubber shovel, boofer habit, greedy jacket, tourist phantom, Christy Canyon, gangster voucher, pilgrim browser, gymnast tear gas, Kentucky bluegrass, wispy horseplay, virgin doorway, watching slayer, hot eye player, exit antique, Japanese leak, flimsy number, blemish thunder, fractured silence, rerun violence, your cake's terrible and inedible. Most, most things, most things in life were like a steam. Eat or shoot you. Most, most things, most things in life were like a steam. Eat or shoot you. after their first single, finally got round to releasing their first album. And utterly delightful it is too. To be fair, the main man of, main man of that band, Alex Lusty, has produced a whole lot of other music in that time under various names, including various releases with ex-Polcats Man and Morrissey guitarist Boz Bora. But that song was called Most Things in Life Will Have a Sting, Eat or Shoot You, and it was from the album Viva Lou Faringo. Yes, that's right, Faringo. They've spelt the name of the former Hulk actor deliberately wrongly and then in the album title for some reason. Um, let's just hope that doesn't make him angry because you, you wouldn't like him when he's angry. I contacted Alex Lusty uh, to tell him he was going to be in the podcast, asked him what his favourite um, uh, music of the year was and he recommended the Morrissey album, which I've already got, of course, and uh, enjoyed a great deal. Um, but not not quite enough. Maybe I haven't had it long enough. Only got it towards the end of the year. But didn't quite uh, make, tracks didn't quite make it onto this podcast. Um, before that, as I say, you've heard the Wednesday Club and um, Adam Miller from the band the Wednesday Club has also been in contact and he's sent us a, a, a link uh, which I will put on our website uh, of his listed lots of his favourite things that have come out this year as well. Next up, we've got Bill Botting and the Two Drink Minimums with the title track from their album, another of my favourites this year. Bill was a member of the much-missed Allo Darling and also part of the totally fucking awesome Moustache of Insanity, whose excellent album, Album of Death, can be bought online at a ridiculously cheap price. On this album, he's got Paul Rains from Allo Darling on board, who's a brilliant lead guitarist. Uh, Johnny from The Wave Pitches is drumming on it. Remember earlier on I said... I'd 
promised you uh, the other member of the wave pitch as well. Here it comes. Uh, various other indie pop luminaries are on it too. Uh, Darren Heyman, Alan Mouse, people like that. It's a little bit country in place in places with a lot of humour in the lyrics, uh, but an underlying sense of melancholy under the whole thing. This is the title track, and it's called Better Friend. I know that you're hurting Doesn't make me glad But every time I see you I just wake up feeling bad About myself, you broke my spirit More than a hundred times So tell me why I should care That your heart is breaking I don't want you to be lonely I don't want you to be alone And sometimes I wish I'd never met you that I had stayed at home Oh, I don't want you to be lonely But I need for this to end And I wish someone would teach you How to be a better friend You said I knew that this would happen some kind of God I didn't say it at the time But I was thinking it was a little odd Were you saying that all this time You never really believed I was a little surprised A little angry And a little relieved Cause I don't want you to be lonely I don't want you Sometimes I wish I'd never met you I wish that I had stayed at home Oh, I don't want you to be lonely But I need for this to Grab my hand and ran 
That was Before Us Comes the Flood by Deerful, which is one person, Emma Winston. Going back to uh, Indie Tracks Festival again, I saw her playing with Enderby's Room, who were great. And then afterwards, I went to the merch tent, but it was Sunday, last day of the festival, so I didn't have a lot of money left. Uh, I was thinking of buying the Enderby's Room CD, but then the bloke on the merch, merch stall and, and I got chatting, uh, and he started telling me about the Deerful album. He mentioned words like vintage synths and chip tune, and I was intrigued. Uh, and gladly so, because the album is amazing. Uh, it's called Peach. Also, my kids absolutely love it because they're obsessed with Super Mario and lots of the noises on the album sound like that. Um, I got so into it, I contacted Deerful on Twitter to find out how they'd made all these incredible noises on the album. And they were mostly made by these little devices, smaller than your phone, called Pocket Operators, made by a Swedish company called Teenage, Teenage Engineering. Uh, you can buy them, uh, teenageengineering.com. In fact, I have bought one, um, the drum machine version, and I've been using it creatively uh, ever since. And I've teaching teach my kids how to use it as well for a few months now. DIY music, you see. Uh, talking of which, we've got a couple of short, sharp punk tunes uh, from two bands from either end of the country next. Uh, first, from Brighton, we've got Structure, and they want to go to the disco, followed by Lancashire's Fighting, and they've seen a man in the woods with a bag of cans.
I don't need to do it again. That's done. Scottish indie poppers The Secret Goldfish reformed this year to release their first new music since 1997. The album's very good. It's called Petal Split. It's on Creeping Bent Records. And from it, here's the very 60s-sounding A Different Game.
Was soothing by Laura Marling. Very soothing it was too. Uh, that's the title track from her album. I was a little surprised to find out that, that actually came out in 2017 because I can remember being on holiday in Scotland last Christmas and Radcliffe and McConey were playing that song a lot. Um, but it actually only came out in 2017. Um, for quite a while people have been telling me to check out Laura Marling but previously I've always given her music a very wide berth and that was because I didn't like that cheesy cover she did of that very cheesy Elton John song, Your Song, the one that goes, if I was a painter, but then again, no. Possibly the most crowbarred rhyme in the history of music, and like many Bernie Taupin, possibly one of the most stupid lyrics in the history of music. Anyway, I recently discovered that that song and that cover wasn't by Laura Marling, that was Ellie Goulding. Um, so, as Morrissey would say, that goes to show how little you know. Anyway, we're on to the last song of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for bearing with me with my little horse here, um, sounding like some kind of cross between uh, Gary Crowley and Tom Waits. Um, if you've enjoyed the music you've heard, then uh, you've please support the artists. Um, go buy the music. Go see them live. If you've not enjoyed the music you've heard, then I suggest you go all the way back to the start and listen again because you're wrong. Uh, be sure to check in at trustthewizards.com uh, for more uh, music and podcasts and all that kind of caper um, for, uh, for the rest of 2017 and in 2018. 
Now, I've said quite a few times uh, during this podcast that various things were one of the best gigs I've seen this year. This last artist I'm going to play actually played my favourite gig that I went to this year, just edging out Nick Cave's extraordinary show at the Manchester Arena. Uh, but my favourite gig of the year, uh, the band are Lost Horizons, who features Simon Raymond, ex-guitarist in the Cocteau Twins, son of the legendary arranger Ivor Raymond and uh, head honcho of Bella Union Records, home to such wizardly favourites as Ezra Furman and John Grant. The other band member is drummer Richie Thomas, former of the cult 4AD band Diff Juice. Now, I should declare an interest at this point because Richie's actually a friend of mine, but not through any musical link. Like me, he's a QPR supporter and he has a zine ticket in the upper loft next to my mates, Jamie and Jeff. In fact, I knew Richie for quite a long time before I even had the slightest inkling that he was a musician and a 4AD legend, no less. Diff Jews existed concurrently with Cocteau Twins and they toured with him quite a lot. And when Simon Raymond decided he wanted to make an album of his own music, Richie was the man he wanted to collaborate with. They recorded some instrumental tracks and then they started contacting singers to add vocals to the songs. And this is where the songs really went to another level. I saw an interview somewhere where Simon Raymond was saying that after working with Liz Fraser, that's very hard to move on after that because how can you find someone else as good as her? Well, that's a valid point, certainly. But then you hear the vocalists that they did get to sing on the album and you get established names like Ghost Poet and Marissa Nadler and Tim Smith from Midlake and Karen Paris from The Innocence Mission. But at the gig that I saw, all the vocals were done by three young, very talented and relatively unknown singers uh, all pretty much unheard of. There was a lady called Helen Ganya Brown, who records under the name Dog in the Snow. There was a guy called Ed Ryman, or Rimmon, uh, who records under the name Highland Child. And then there was the singer of this song you're going to hear next, called Beth Cannon, who I know very little about. But she was an extraordinary performer. All three of them were extraordinary performers. Uh, the, but Beth Cannon somehow managed to remind me simultaneously of such diverse voices as Mary Margaret O'Hara, Kate Bush... Sinead O'Connor, Janice Joplin, and yes, Liz Fraser. Have a listen to this tour de force vocal performance she gives on this song. It's called Bones. Bones. 